Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Harvey Norman, celebrating 18 years in Ireland with their 18th birthday sale. Big birthday savings across their massive range of appliances, technology, furniture and bedding. Started off with a bang on Tuesday. A um, lot of students coming back, a lot of cars. Seems to be extra amounts of people in houses, maybe because of the lack of accommodation. Um, and it was a huge party. Now, people told me that there was 2,000 people on the street in College Court um, on Tuesday night. And judging by the amount of rubbish and broken glass and bottles and cans and papers around the street the following morning, I'd say they could probably have been right. Apparently the guards were called uh, numerous times, um, but they just said they couldn't come out because they were dealing with other incidents. But they got no response. A lot of people couldn't get their, get sleep. These are residential estates. Not just College Court, Milford Grange, uh, Ellen Park. All of these estates, there's working people living there. and um, There's people with young children. There's retired people. Um, following morning, some people couldn't get their cars out. They were blocked in by cars. Had to call taxis um, to get to work. and Had to ring their boss to say they were going to be late. Speaking to people who were doing building down there, couldn't get vehicles in. Um, you'd be afraid to drive on the road in parts of some of these days with the amount of glass. Cycling is nearly impossible to cycle on. Kids certainly would have great difficulty cycling to school. You'd be afraid to leave your children out with the amount of glass around the place. That was Green Councillor Sean Hartigan talking about one of the incidents in Castle Troy recently where student behaviour caused problems for residents in the area. A group of residents have come together and they're looking for action on a number of issues from the University of Limerick and Anne Sheehan from that group is on the line to tell us a bit more now. Good morning to you, Anne. Uh, good morning, Joe, and, and thanks very much for having um, having us back again. You're very well. Um, and you're representing residents in College Court, Elm Park, Hazelwood, Milford Grange and Oak Lawns. And essentially so far, you're just not happy with the university. As you say, they're not engaging with residents about student behaviour off campus. Yeah, um, yes, that would be correct. Um, first of all, I'd be glad to say that both, I suppose, the level of antisocial behaviour had significantly decreased in the last two weeks. Uh, but that is in no small part to the efforts of the community guard um, who have had a very high presence in the area. And our concern is that that really is kind of a short-term gap. What's going to happen next week or the week after when the uh, when the community guards will, uh, will be pulled out again? So, and just yeah, for other listeners who wouldn't be as aware of the situation, um, UL is paying for extra guard patrols in the wider area. They are, yes. And, and, uh, and that's that's very welcome. But that's a short-term measure. Um, you know, we had the same thing last May. Um, community guards were funded for a short period. They were withdrawn. Then we had the issues again in September and the funding came back again. And that really is only sticking plaster. So what we're looking really for is to put in a lot of the infrastructure around community engagement that we've seen that happens around UCC. Um, so we've had the opportunity of being able to uh, just sit in on some of the meetings that UCC have had with the magazine uh, Road Residence in Cork. And their approach is, is so much different. It's very much preventative. Um, they have a specific community relations officer that, that deals with issues that arise in the community. Um, they have a very robust code of conduct that enforces the same standard of behaviours off campus that you would have on campus. And finally, they have a very robust complaints procedure as well. Um, so if a resident has an issue, they don't have to find out like you do in UL 
the name of the student, they can just say, look, uh, this particular house is causing a problem. In that case, uh, the university UCC comes out, speaks to the students in, in the house. And if it becomes an issue that requires guardian intervention, then uh, UCC will liaise with the, with the community guards. So... Right. Well, I, I just want to get you to respond to a, a statement yeah. we got from the University of Limerick over the weekend. And mm-hmm. they say that members of UL's senior management team met recently with nominated representatives of residence groups from estates in the immediate vicinity of the campus, plus members of yeah. Garda Siachana and Limerick City and County Council. These representatives were informed of the university's intention to move forward with a community engagement process similar to the one at UCC in Cork. UL has approved the rollout of a community liaison framework that would engage with the community and student body living in off-campus accommodation and directly address reported incidents of antisocial behaviour. And it is envisioned, is the word they use, that two members of staff will support this. Uh, and there are some other points in it as well. But what do you make of that so far? Yeah, well, that's very welcome, right? And I was at that particular meeting that happened three weeks ago. We're still waiting to get minutes from that meeting and confirmation as to what is actually going to happen. All we're hearing is press statements, you know, from UL to um, to Live 95 and to others, but there has been no engagement with the actual residents. Now, when Kieran O'Donnell, our TD, was actually at that meeting as well, and he asked UL, could they specifically say when that was going to happen? And the answer we very much got was, well, we have to run this by our legal team and we have to run it by our corporate and we have to run it by, you know, X, Y and Z. Now, we're not saying we're asking them to do anything that is not within, um, you know, their own, their own governance. But what we are, are asking is that we've heard all this before. Uh, we need to know timescales. We need implementation plans and we really need it soon. I, you know, we welcome very much what they're going to do but please, can we have timelines around it? And if I just could compare that with um, the report in the Belfast Telegraph yesterday from what happened in Queen's. Um, Queen's University have a similar code of conduct to what they have in UCC. They have fined students £50,000 in the last six months, six to nine months, over antisocial behaviour. UL have cautioned four students in, in the same time. So what we're asking for is please, you know what we want, you know what, what has to be done, you know what is effective. Now please give us a day okay. um, well, with the as it happens for a variety of reasons, I'm aware of the main route where some of those issues off campus take place in Belfast near Queen's. I'm aware yes. of Magazine Road for other reasons at mm-hmm. UCC. But would UCC be involved in the level of fining of students that um, Queen's were? Uh, not, not to that high level because they don't have, obviously, the, the high level of antisocial behaviour. But what we are asking both UCC and ourselves is that under the, the Universities Act, all the universities have to have a code of governance uh, that includes um, complaints procedures for off-campus behaviour. So we're calling as well on the HEA that if they can please look at all the universities and have a common code of conduct. Now, 
we don't want this to be put on the never and ever so that, you know, you well may say, well, if you're looking for a national strategy, we're going to wait for that. We're not saying we want to wait for that, but we're saying that's what's coming down the road. Right. That's um, the Higher Education Authority. Uh, the higher education yeah, we're, we're chatting yeah. to, to Anne Sheehan, who's uh, part of the group of residents who've come together and looking for action on a number of issues in terms of student misbehaviour, not from all students, but yeah. from a cohort no, of uh, students, particularly outside the college. As we know, UL would consistently say that you know, once they step outside the gates of the college, they're not necessarily directly their responsibility. But in the statement that mm-hmm. I mentioned, which they gave us over the weekend, UL, they mm-hmm. say that uh, you know once the policy that we were talking about earlier is finalised and the individuals are in place to implement it, residents will be informed then. And one of the posts will act as a dedicated contact point for the receipt and processing of individual complaints. The role is provisionally titled a student community engagement liaison officer. And UL's code of conduct already covers off-campus behaviour and appropriate sanctions applied via formal complaints process under the Complaints, Discipline and Vetting Unit. UL cannot be a responder to off-campus incidents, the college says, which are in the jurisdiction of Angarda Siakona and other relevant agencies. Any student who's been officially reported, investigated and found to have broken the UL code of conduct will face sanction. Repeated appeals have been made to those students living in off-campus campus rented accommodation to be responsible and the university takes any behaviour that disrupts the campus and local community very seriously and that's where the statement ends. Okay, um, can I just pick up on a few words because that, that has been very uh, crafted very well in terms of words. When they talk about officially reported, to make an official report to, to the University of Limerick, you have to be able to identify the student Okay. Now, for a resident to actually do that is is quite difficult, and I wouldn't advocate any student, and, and neither have the community guards advocated, sorry, any resident to go and call to a particular house uh, to find out the student name. So that that stops the process point blank. If you can't get past that particular issue, it's no wonder there's no complaints. The second point is you have to use um, their complaints form. Okay. Now, a number of our residents, well. You know, I I would be pretty technically adept myself. Um, a lot of, of our residents would not have access to PDF readers and writers um, to make a, a complaint on a, on a PDF uh, form. Now, you can print it off and post it in, which, um, which residents have done. But that means that you don't have a quick response because you're waiting for, particularly during people working from home, you're waiting for forms to go into the post to be responded to. Um, Whereas, you know, the system in UCC where you can ring into the community officer, they will take the details. Um, Ideally, they're saying, yes, please do follow up with the form because it keeps their administration in place. But what we're saying is the complaints system at, mo- at the moment. It's just not fit for purpose. Right. Um, and I mean, um, we know that uh, Professor Kirsten May uh, has been interim president and was appointed as full-time president uh, of the University of uh, Limerick uh, last yeah. week. So presumably she's going to uh, push things on on a number of fronts, including you hope this one. But mm-hmm. is the bottom line here, and you know, listeners to this show will be very well aware of this and you'd know it far better than I would, yes. Now, what normally happens here is that there is a kerfuffle at the start of uh, the college year and then things calm down and everyone goes their separate ways for 12 months and then there's a kerfuffle the following year and everyone calms down and goes, will it be any different this year, Anne? Well, no, and this is why we're asking for these infrastructure procedures to be put in place. What I I suppose what I'm really trying to get at is, I mean, are you and your group absolutely determined 
to keep this on the agenda until you get satisfaction throughout the winter? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and that's why I thank you for having us back on your show again. And we feel that, unfortunately, the only way to get any action is to keep this in the media. Um, we would have loved, following the meeting that we had three weeks ago, for minutes to be issued. And as per Kieran O'Donnell had asked, that we have a time scale for when all these actions are going to be completed. Because, um, you know, I suppose I've been living here now uh, 20, 25 years. We've heard these things time and time again. Um, and we really are looking for um, for actions to be put in place that are sustainable. You know, I have better... As a matter of interest, what is Halloween like generally? Well, yes, and, see, and this will be our concern again, and what we're hoping is that the community guards will be, um, will be around for, for Halloween. Already we have had, you know, the, the bangers and all that going off, and... It really shows, I suppose, how how bad things have got that we no longer think fireworks are an issue, you know. So we're trying to bring this back into a normal residential area where we can all live in peace and quiet and where we're we're grateful that it's not only fireworks that, that are going off at night. So we have a concern with Halloween coming up that will we have another, um, you know, blowout? Will we also have, with the opening up of the nightclub, October 22nd, um, will we have another, you know, blow-up like we had in September or, or like last March? So what we're hoping for is serious engagement with UL, with community guards, with the residents, that for once and for all to put procedures in place And of course, this year, as it happens, Halloween falls Sunday into Monday. So there you go. All right. Well, look, Anne, um, we will stay in touch with you. And we're also um, constantly in contact with the University of Limerick as well and see if this can come to some sort of satisfactory resolution in the near term. But uh, thank you very much for talking to us this morning. That's Anne Sheehan uh, representing a group of residents in that area of Castle Troy in the vicinity of UL. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Harvey Norman, celebrating 18 years in Ireland with their 18th birthday sale. Big birthday savings across their massive range of appliances, technology, furniture and bedding.